Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. And I'm Marn. This is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks we're going to go in, I'm going to try and solve an old ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true, and we have a special guest this week! Special guest! Introduce yourself! Hey! Hi, I'm Riley. <laughs> I'm from the rest of the Orange Groves. <laughs> um, what's good? <laughs> I, I just come here to talk about ARGs. <laughs> kind That's of? true. Yeah, sounds Squid. good to us. Uh, Marn, what are what are you going to tell Riley and I about this week? Uh, we were talking about the Binding of Isaac ARG, which is called Afterbirth, and it's a very short one. So we're also going to answer <laughs> questions and just bullshit around, I guess. <laughs> I'm Hell all in favor yeah. of that. <laughs> all Uh, right uh should we start off with those questions yeah let's do it i think we have like three (laughs) maybe more (laughs) yeah everyone wrote in and was like tell us about bb and v and i was like we can't dog not nah we this ain't we ain't gonna do that yet tune in later contractually (laughs) obligated to not talk about bed bath and bionicle and such yes a show that ended in may yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I do want to say I just finished listening to Interstitial Season 2, and it's really weird to hear your voice in my ears not coming from, like, my podcast app. I was just thinking, like, you know what fucking sucks is I just can't listen to this episode of Argonauts. I need these episodes to get me through the day on Tuesdays, but I'm in this one. I can't just uh. listen to it again. <laughs> I listen to I listen to Argonauts in the car sometimes, just when I don't have anything else to listen to. <laughs> Can you imagine like getting in the car and someone's listening to their own podcast? I used to like, listen- you're like <laughs> I used to listen to it when I was taking my cat to the vet because the sound of my voice was soothing to her. That's the cutest thing in the fucking world. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Uh, one of these questions we have to take a quiz for. Oh. We have to take a bo- quiz? Okay. Yeah, we were asked what Bionicle each of us are, and a, a quiz was linked. Oh. oh, I'm down to take the quiz. Like, I'm, <laughs> I figured this out. I figured out what we, what Bionicle is. At least you two are, for sure. I um, I, I definitely am. I'm very interested in hearing Riley's opinion on what Bionicle yes, is. Yes, I agree. So, um, Marn is a toe of a comma. Vakama was one of the uh, Toa Metru, and uh, like their whole thing was like they viewed, they saw into the future, and they like had like wild ass visions that then they were like, "This sucks," and tried to tell other people, and they did not listen. Oh no! And, um, Andrew is Toa Tahu, who is part of the you know the main the Toa Mata, like the Toa that we we genuinely all know. They're both the red Toa, but Tahu like. Uh, works for basically vakama who sends them on like you know to do their shit because at this point vakama is a taraga is like a little tiny person and is like go over here and (laughs) fight bakuta or some shit he's the one that i called a funky little man when i saw a picture of him (laughs) (laughs) i think that was i think that was a taraga vakama who's just a small little dude (laughs) now am i the one with the uh the fire sword Yes, that, you have a fire sword. That was my favorite one growing up for no other reason except that it had a fire sword. I yeah. <laughs> didn't have Bionicles growing up, but I got the like novelizations of like the first set of Bionicles, I think. I like was subscribed <laughs> to them from the Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> <laughs> 
so Vakama used to be this man, but in Bionicle, there can only be six Toa at a time, and that's not true. In Bionicle, when you're done being a Toa, you retire and get real short and become <laughs> old. That's my plan. Instantly. That's instantly. my plan for podcasting. We'll finish this off, and I'll just retire to my what Casper bed and me undie subscription. And just <laughs> relax and hang out at home while tiny. God. <laughs> Um, yeah, Jake on Twitter asked us, what Bionicle are each of you, which includes a quiz on gotoquiz.com. I hope this is like a very fleshed out quiz. Okay. Do I read these questions out loud? Yes, you can. (laughs) This does my... I'm looking at this quiz. It's my least favorite kind of which one of these are you thing. Where (laughs) Where there are six options? Yeah, there are six options, but it'll be like... Hey, which Power Ranger are you? And the first question is like, what's your favorite color? Is it red? Is it blue? Is it pink? Is it black? Is it yellow? Like, oh, okay. What's your favorite animal? Is it the T-Rex? Is it the Triceratops? Like, okay, you're just going down the list. If you had to leave the show for personal reasons, would it be because you argued for a bigger paycheck? You threatened to go union. My favorite part of this quiz is where it says a bionicle is a thing created by Lego, which is really popular. (laughs) Well, yeah. They're like, how do I describe bionicle? I don't. (laughs) Hold on. This this quiz, I'm still looking at that quiz that we got before. This has a very wild question, which is question 10, which is, who do you think you'll get? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know any of these people. Do you think you're Gresh? Are you Malum? (laughs) Are you Skrull? Who are these people? My favorite is that there are six answers here. But there's a, the, the sixth answer is Strack or Vorox. <laughs> None um, of these names are familiar, and I'm kind of shook about that. <laughs> My uh, Google tells me that at least one of them is from Bionicle: The Legends Reborn. So I think they're oh, new. I think they're new Bionicles. Oh, we didn't get there. Uh, if someone attacks you, what do you think the difference is between hit them before they hit you? Or, if they hit me, I'll be the one hitting them. One happens before, the other one happens after. <laughs> the, the If they hit me, it's one of those, like, you get hit and you go, I can't believe you've done this. And then you get back in there. The, second, the first one they... was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop that. Well, bam. Yeah, one of them is like a, ha, 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 I'm too fast. And the other is, oh, you're approaching me. <laughs> Instead of walking away, you're approaching me. (laughs) What's your favorite power? Shooting fire, freeze ray, air control, mind control, or none? You know, the four powers. Uh, I don't need powers to hold me back. Catchphrase. I'm not a rookie. Sup. Sup is my catchphrase. I'm a hitting you now. All I want is power. Capital P. Honor beats everything. Rar. I'm not a 12 year old girl on the internet in 2007, so I don't think rar is my catchphrase. <laughs> I can't uh, believe you would besmirch scene teens like that. I, <laughs> good friends. You know what? You know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Yo, can I get a shout out for the devil, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Martin. Rar is how I say I love you in dinosaur. God. <laughs> 
Oh, well, my axe, it's 50 bucks. These are so... Why do they say I'm a all the time? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God. <laughs> the five colors, green, red, white, black, and peach. You know, the five colors. <laughs> the five colors. <laughs> this is amazing. One of these is an actual country. On the places to live. Iceland is just listed. (laughs) Did you like this quiz? (laughs) Oh, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm giving you an it's okay. There's no no answer. It's I love it. I like it. What? It's okay. IDK and huh? I'm curious about the difference between what and huh. Oh. Strack, who are you? You got fucking frosted tips, my guy. I got Gelu, who is an ice bionicle. I am Gresh. I'm an underestimated rookie, but you have great powers deep inside you. You have the power of wind. That's not what I answered. Uh, You're a young (laughs) Glatorian, but you have a big destiny. Your friends sometimes underestimate me, but I prove them wrong. I am uh I'm Strack a greedy greedy with a with a G R E E T Y lying cheapskate. You'd sell anything you got to get money. You are the most cheap Glatorian in the arena. Okay. I this is why I don't recognize any of these people. We skipped this section oh. in uh in BB and B because uh Joe was just like, and there's a lot of arena fighting and then Matanui goes back. Yeah. So, so you're, this, get, you're getting real wrecked by that guy. I am <laughs> description. Yeah. They don't fucking let everyone fears fighting you because they don't know what other scheme you have up your sleeve. Yeah, they don't like me. I'm so a the- Glatorian of ice that works alone. <laughs> I will say I typed Gresh into uh, into the search bar, and the first thing that popped up was Andy Gresh, who's apparently a sports broadcaster, and that freaked me out. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> God. <laughs> You are Gresh. Gresh looks cool. Look at like look at those like uh. I have like fin kite sword fins? blades. Fin sword blades. You don't have frosted tips, which is nice, and then frosted shoulders as well. You take what you get. God, they got so weird leggies. They do. When they're like they're gonna bend twice. <laughs> so there you have it. It's. Gresh, Gelu, and and Skak. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> Everyone's favorite bionicles. <laughs> favorite bionicles. Mm-hmm. The most well-known uh, bionicles. <laughs> most well-known. Bi- Everyone, let's take a moment and give a shout-out to Kyle. <laughs> shout-out to Thank Kyle. you. Go ahead. Oh, thank you, Kyle. That's it. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> That's all. Oh. Um, this rips do you want to do our two other questions from twitter yes hit us with our other questions uh our we so we got from morgan the three of you are now playing a game of interstitial set in the binding of isaac basement what characters is everyone playing and how do they feel about this oh god i had an answer i remember i thought of a clever answer so i feel terrible if i'm playing any game set in the binding of isaac basement yeah (laughs) just straight up as a whole I'm happy to be playing interstitial here with my friends. Um, but like if someone came to me and said, do you want to play a game of interstitial? I'd say, hell yes. And they'd say, great. The setting is the binding of Isaac basement. And I would rethink my answer. 
God. Mm. I'm I'm playing as um what the fuck is his name? Um his dark materials, Google. Um Lord Asriel. And because uh, if there's anyone equipped to kill God and the devil, it's God. that motherfucker. <laughs> and he's thrilled. He's done it. There's there's probably interesting dust stuff happening in uh in the basement. That explains all the weird magic and shit. Okay. I don't I like know it. anything about the dark materia, so I'm gonna take your word for it. His dark materials is hey, extremely good. Yeah, it's very good. And for any was oh was Guppy Isaac's Damon. No. That that means something to somebody, I promise. <laughs> That's Mar- my answer. Marn, who's your character? Uh I have recently been thinking that I really want to play Carrie White from Stephen King's Carrie in an interstitial campaign. Oh so my I God. think that would probably be my choice. Lord. What a troubled group. <laughs> I that- know. That fits in mom's basement, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I okay. don't. I, I mean, I don't think she would be feel too good about it, but thematically, <laughs> she would fit in. She'll she'll get us out of there, Andrew. You didn't answer. You said you, you didn't want to play. No. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'll be I'll be DMing, I guess, and I'll just get out of there first session. Uh, no, my uh, I don't know about the specific setting, but I think it'd be really fun uh to play as a pokemon trainer um and to play the um what's the class the with the familiar um Mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. that that would be a lot of fun um as for which specific pokemon trainer i'd want to play um i think that it would be fun to play as crasher wake the luchador gym leader from gym uh, from uh, generation four um except instead of a gyarados i would have a kingler that's that's a a all extremely good i got to play the familiar as a digimon trainer and that's it was dope. fucking beautiful <laughs> oh that's so good you just have to do two voices you gotta do gilmon and takata <laughs> oh good uh, question i don't know that i could do that gilmon voice for an extended period of time it was rough you have to like hello takata takata that's better. You did a better one. Let's talk about ARGs, Takata. <laughs> <laughs> How are we gonna get out of the basement? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if this is a metaphor for hell or purgatory, and that mom is the devil. Takata. That hurts. Red versus blue voice. Gilman, you ever wonder why we're here? <laughs> uh, I hate everything you've done. <laughs> was there was there another question what's, sitting in the wings? What's the next I just, question, Mark? I just minimized my window, and I have rotating background that changes every five minutes, and it's Guillemont's big fucking face <laughs> staring right at me. You heard you were talking shit. <laughs> heard, heard you were talking shit. <laughs> Do you want to take this outside, Takato? <laughs> Let's fucking go. 
<laughs> Let's fucking throw, Takato! You're feeling froggy, you better jump! Giamon's been hanging out with Terriermon too much because Terriermon would fucking <laughs> murder somebody. God. Oh, God, I'm leaping. <laughs> What's our other question, Martin? Save me from this voice. <laughs> <laughs> Her other question is uh, Frizz asked us on Twitter how Riley first became interested in ARGs. Um, so I can take this who? one. Uh, <laughs> Riley... <laughs> well, there's a band called Nine Inch Nails, <laughs> and they did some weird shit. <laughs> They're the guys that did uh, the backing track for uh, Old Town Road, right? I actually believe so. Right? Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, you might know them from uh, Old Town Road and The Social Network. They're yeah. two biggest... Uh, oh, they're also biggest... worse than Johnny Cash, right? Like, objectively, because they're claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. Please yeah, don't. You got it. Please don't write into me with your corrections about <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. I'm a fan. Trent Reznor listening, going, well, I guess I won't be on that episode. <laughs> oh, they, they wrote that song for Miley Cyrus on that episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> yep. Okay, so now that we know what the band is, go ahead. Yeah, they did a really cool ARG, and I remember like getting really wrapped up into this like weird universe with weird world building that they did, and then just being like, this shreds, and then doing a little reading on the Cloverfield one, and then just kind of zoning out and going like, ARGs are a thing that can happen, and just not like being like seeing them happening and going, wow, that's really neat for somebody. And not <laughs> engaging with it. And then I found a podcast called The Argonauts. And I was like, actually, they sound rad as shit. <laughs> I started designing my own games and listening to ARGs and going, oh, you could just make an ARG. You could <laughs> just yeah. do that. Much like my approach for interstitial, it was just, what if I just made the thing that I like? <laughs> Year Zero is really good. I'm excited to do an episode on it. The album also is very good. That album's so goddamn good. I listened to the... And that was also the time that Trent Reznor was releasing multi-tracks for all the songs on there. Yeah. And you could just download oh, cool. those for free and like make weird remixes and shit with them. So me and my friends would just remix Nine Inch Nails songs and then share them with each other. Oh, my God. Because you could just get the whole multi-track Damn. of each instrument in a GarageBand file or in an Audacity <sighs> file. Like anything you could just get it and then just fuck around with it it was so cool is that why there are so many nine inch nails mashups out there that yeah Probably. a lot of things just clicked into place for me yeah that would mm-hmm. make so much sense huh i think they only did it for year zero but that was or maybe that's the only t- one that i've seen Hmm. cool yeah and there you have it yeah i'm very excited marn sent me a video from year zero when you mentioned it it was just like a hand floating in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm very interested in learning what's up with that. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking cool. I love it. Like, it's where I learned that, like, oh, you can put pictures in sound? Yeah. That's a thing you could just do? It's it's also Here's another a link one to of those... All these. It's also another one of those ARGs where, like, not a lot actually happens in the plot, but there's, like, the depth of the lore is so much. (laughs) It just keeps going. Like, the whole ARG is just a huge lore dump. (laughs) 
That was the oh, one where so they had uh, like flash drives in the bathrooms at concerts and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They they leaked their own songs early um, in Dead Drops. Fucking wild. So wild. That's very Can you imagine cool. finding like the first one and being like, now what the fuck is this? And then going, I'm going to plug this mysterious USB stick into my computer. <laughs> yeah. Being that like live fast die hard kind of motherfucker yeah yeah everything that i've learned about like cybersecurity and you know being in qa and looking at the different ways that people attack websites and stuff like everything in an arg should be off limits but it's not uh, it's in fact what you're supposed to do it's teaching bad habits is what it's doing God. args are out here hurting our kids <laughs> <laughs> It's 10 p.m. Do you know what ARG your kids are doing? (laughs) My son was doing this is my Milwaukee. I walked in and he was posting about bonobs and onion balls. (laughs) My my grandkid was talking to somebody named Scene Teen. (laughs) He seems like a good fellow. They're Scene. It's a lifestyle. My son I don't know was if I'm doing one, but uh, he said it was a Christian ARG. Uh, there was God and uh, there were angels, so I figured it's uh, good for his moral well-being. God, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but the people who ran uh, Sexy Girl Max actually listened to that episode and they really liked it. Oh, yo, that rips! Yeah, yeah that I, was um... the coolest thing I'd ever heard. We've had I, a couple I, times that people have reached out and said, hey, I designed the game that you covered, and, like, my heart freezes, because I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> said at one point that you're bad at designing puzzles. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, um, because I, I messaged one of them on Tumblr uh, when we were starting it to talk to them, and I was like, yeah, I'll shoot you a link when it comes out, and they uh, actually listened to it, and they really liked it. <laughs> I think Hell the- yeah. I think the Ben Drowned guy also listened to our Ben Drowned episode, which is wild. Yeah, that's he listened cool. to that one, and I was, that's the one that I was like, oh no, I was so mean. <laughs> oh no. You were, you, you were really nice. Y'all were like, oh, it's super cool that you could respond with a video of an in-game mechanic, and you, you, you said nice things. Yeah, but then I was also like, this guy will never make a game. What are you talking about? <laughs> what a dummy thinking listen, he could do this in two months. Mah. Listen, sometimes you're right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I was right, but I. <laughs> you can look back and go, yeah, I was a dummy, huh? <laughs> he seems like he's doing well, though. God, now we just need Audi to listen to our Art of the Heist episodes and spots. Audi, us. listen to our episodes. Give me a car. <laughs> And or Adult Swim. <laughs> well, Adult Swim did listen to our episode. They found it so insightful that they canceled the rest of their ARG. <laughs> what happened with that? Um, so they they put out a couple things for the beginning of like part four, and then they put out something that was like, hey, we won't have new content for you until July. And then a couple days ago, yeah, like last Wednesday... They uh, got in touch with the people who run the main, like, discords in who, like, look at this stuff. And they were like, yeah, we aren't going to have any more stuff for a little while. Um, 
because we're building a bunch of like cool stuff for the ARG and it's like taking longer than we thought it would that's always where it goes wrong that's always where it goes wrong (laughs) (laughs) when you like have to make something outside of like the scope of like what the ARG is originally doing which like is already I feel like kind of big right like yeah. When you like when you're like, okay, I'm gonna try to design the no 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 no, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> what can you do within the scope of your original project that is cool and weird? <laughs> People are uh speculating that they're like making an actual app or like a game or something, because apparently the team that does it is the Adult Swim games team and not like anyone okay. from the like adult swim like main T V show <laughs> department. <laughs> so they're prof- they know what they're doing yeah over there then so like they just also have like a billion other things to do <laughs> the dead drops never work voice <laughs> instead <laughs> making a game for your ARG never works god i wasn't gonna say it <laughs> i'm the guest i can say whatever i want here i'm a loose cannon <laughs> i hope they make like an app or something that would be really cool it'd be sick yeah, I'd like to take a moment to say that uh, we do not condone nor agree with anything that Riley's <laughs> going to say on this podcast. <laughs> They're their beliefs and their own, so uh, don't listen to me on that. Yeah, well, now that now that I have free reign, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I have a question for the two of you. Yes, yeah. if like. If a established property, like if an actual franchise was to come to you and be like, listen here, I need the two of you to make an ARG for my property. Oh my god. What would it what would you want that property to be? Oh. I feel like we talked about this before, but I, yeah, I don't remember what my answer like was. You might have actually. Before. I feel like we did something adjacent that kind of turned into this. Yeah. It was oh, like, what's your wanna... dream ARG? And we both yeah. answered with a brand. <laughs> yep that's because we live in a capitalist society like it's just what we do yeah i i still would like to make a make an arg for the oa on netflix because it's a crime that they did their whole second season about like an arg that kills people and they didn't make an arg <laughs> <laughs> let me design your arg that kills people netflix um, let me help Mikey Way tell the rest of the Mi- Mikey Way and Gerard Way. Like, let me let me uh, restart. Let me help Gerard Way <laughs> finish telling the rest of his story with Danger Days through an ARG. Oh my god! Please. Yeah, that, would that be ends dope. in a new album release. Yes. <laughs> uh, my answer is still: um, if I could do anything, I would love to do a Pokemon-related ARG that ends with um, the reveal of a new Pokemon coming out in the new game. Or that, like, have you, you so download directly. Have you seen the Pokemon Go stuff that they're doing right now? Yeah, you got I, skipped again, I bud. <laughs> I know they're so they're doing some live stuff with Team Rocket, but they're not doing like an ARG ARG, are they? Uh, they kind of are. are. They, they kind of are, yeah. Yeah, they. I'm they're getting doing... scooped left and right. <laughs> they're doing stuff with like Team Rocket taking over their Twitter, and there there's been like live events where they like post a picture and are like, Team Rocket is here. And then, like, people go and find, like, a, a bunch of stuff vandalized by Team Rocket. It's very cool. Yeah, but that doesn't... So that's one of the things that we've... Um... Talking in past episodes, we've talked about how a lot of marketing is just taking a lot of the things that happened in ARGs. Yeah. And just doing them as a thing now. Like, hey, for mm-hmm. two days, Team Rocket's going to take over our Twitter account. Like, 
That's a pretty oh. standard marketing campaign these days. I have a friend who fucking does this. Like, this is the kind of graphic design that she does where it's like she's uh, she designs marketing that is like this kind of like installation marketing. I can't remember the exact frame of what her job is. I'm going to text her right now. <laughs> but she does this kind of shit. I never said, oh, you just do ARG type stuff. <laughs> and now I know that's what it is. You're right. Like, that, that's why I'm so hesitant to, like, say... Or that's why there's a lot of times where you'll say something and I'll say, oh, that was an ARG. And that's because I saw, like, steps A, B, and C. But they're so yeah. normalized nowadays that I just never assume... Oh, there's probably a D component that leads to a website that leads to a thing that lets you call a number that do like, <laughs> that's why I, I, I wouldn't even consider that an ARG because yeah, I saw that they had some interactive elements, but I, that's where there's such a blurry line between what is and isn't an ARG, mm -hmm. especially as more and more stuff gets that stuff added to it. That's true. It is it the like interactivity? Is it the fact that like the players can interact to move it forward? Or is it like the fact that like, because like the Pokemon ARG, I imagine it's going on a timer. You know what I mean? I yeah. imagine that whether or not a player shows up, it continues to move forward unimpeded. Like, and you can't DM Team Rocket on the Pokemon account and be like, hey, what's good? But like, yeah, that, if you go ahead, if you could, is that what it is? Uh, yeah. Experiential marketing. That, that's that's where, yeah, that for me. And, you know, what is a game is a, a big question. But, like, that's where it becomes an ARG for me is when you add those elements together. It becomes an interactable thing, and it it takes on a life of its own that is propelled by the people playing the game. Um, and obviously, so... Do, can I say, you know, obviously you're doing an ARG, so you can see how this goes. Or do you want me to just ignore that entirely? Uh, I was requested to not talk about it at all. Okay, then absolutely not. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> which sucks because I want to really bad. <laughs> sure. Then I will say, um, you know, obviously there's an element where it's it's kind of like in tabletop is always my go-to example. If you're playing as a DM or a GM, you know, you obviously have things that are planned out and that you won't get to until the players themselves get to them before you spring them. But that doesn't mean that the game is going on unimpeded until that happens um or it doesn't mean that that game hold on what am i trying to say here what's the what are the words that i'm trying to bring to mind um, like animal crossing continues going when you're not in it but like D D does not um no more like so this pokemon thing it's just happening in a way that is you can interact on a base level but you don't you have no agency over it um, and I highly doubt that there is, unless this spins off into its own game. And maybe by the time this episode comes out, I'll have eaten my words on this because we're recording <laughs> like a month in advance. But, um, you know, I, I highly doubt that there's anything that's happening in this where until the players discover X, Y, Z or do X, Y, Z, something will happen. And maybe they'll have one or two interactive elements, but, in t but those things will always be, I, I am assuming that those things will be a reactive element. Where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, the professor needs your help if we can get 5,000 retweets on this tweet. Or, hey, log into Pokemon Go, and if everyone playing Pokemon Go can catch 10,000 Pokemon altogether or something like that, then we can mm -hmm. work together and push back Team Rocket. Those things are, you doing that action is entirely reactive to what's going on in the game and what's being presented to you. You have no control of that. You can't say, 
well, here's a different way that we could go about doing this task. It's unlike something where in an ARG you get, a th- like, you'll find a cipher. And the game doesn't really advance until you move that cipher along. But, you know, there are other ways around it. Maybe you get half of a cipher and then you realize, oh, we can do this. You know, oh, it starts off with its blades in the, I can assume that it's dark because that's a name of a game that I've played. Or, um, you know, moving forward with other solutions as it goes about where it's like, um, you know, hey, we're supposed to go to this place and look at a car at the predetermined time, but we're working with the enemy now. Like this game probably won't let you play as team rocket instead. Um, It'd be way too popular. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I feel like there's the level of agency that's required that is bigger than just, Hey, do the thing that we tell you and then we can advance. Yeah. I think at least the illusion of agency is required. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously there's suspended disbelief. Yeah, because like with yeah. the with the Bioshock ARG, there wasn't that much like players could actually do, but they could like send letters to the main character, mm-hmm. and they would show up on the website. Yeah, yeah that that's where like the the difference lands between the experiential marketing and ARGs, and like the fact like how much experiential marketing takes from ARGs is really really interesting. And, like, I wonder where that continues to grow to. You know what I mean? Like, what else do they go, like, all right, I don't feel like making a puzzle for these people, but, like, what else can we do? <laughs> like, that's interesting. Making puzzles is actually very fun and challenging. <laughs> it's definitely challenging. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta talk to y'all about Batman Hush. <laughs> God, I want you to so bad. God, my girlfriend Alyssa and I have been making a uh, crossword puzzle that people have to be able to solve without having the clues. Oh my god. I can't even solve it with the clues. (laughs) (laughs) So that's going to be fun. I I have developed a cipher that I'm afraid is either entirely unsolvable or solvable (laughs) like that. And it just depends on whether or not you recognize a thing as being a thing. I know that's very vague, but no, I follow. I get that. No, like, yeah, I've I've done that before. What I think is interesting is like what what I've seen other ARGs do. Like while listening to this podcast, is they'll have a cipher. They'll have like a a, to, a kind of a toy box. You know what I mean? Of like here are the things that we do, and that's also good game design. Of like yeah. these are the things that we do, and like okay it's either a b c d or e because these are the verbs that we will these the verbs these are the ciphers that we will put into play here and so then like watching those ciphers interact with each other is really cool because like sometimes they're not made to like go all right this one is then put into this one which is then put into this one is fucking weird but like when you get with that one that gets all the gears turning it feels like almost like a sierra game like a king's quest yeah. and you're like i did it <laughs> <laughs> exactly there's no way i should have thought of this <laughs> that's what's so fun about arg is that you get to have that moment <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was listening to the episode the other day of y'all talking about like puzzles are masochistic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I see that. <laughs> we should talk about Binding of Isaac. <laughs> I was going to say, and so my favorite, I got into ARGs with year zero. <laughs> and <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm going to jump back half a second because 
now that Pokemon is doing a thing, I feel like I can't use Pokemon as my answer. So uh, I'm going to jump back and say uh, that I want Magic the Gathering to let me do an ARG for them. Um, bigger than the tiny little one that they did for a set a little bit ago that wasn't... It was just figure out a clue on the back of a card to call a phone number and get a thing. Um, I, I want to do a full ARG for them. If for no other reason, then it means that I get to look at and read a bunch of cards early for a new set or something like that. Um, it's entirely selfish, and it's not for game design purposes. I just want magic cards. Let Andrew make the Phyrexians uh, an ARG. Let me make Esper into an ARG. They're a bunch of robot people. Let me do it. Bring back the Phyrexians, please. <laughs> Give me Phyrexians versus Eldrazi. <laughs> Let my fucking Timmy heart explode. Yogmoth's back, and he's very into Baconian ciphers. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but Comic-Con happened recently, and they usually have ARG stuff there, or like people will do trailheads to market their stuff but i don't think there was any this year yeah i haven't heard anything wild that happened they had like an interact a couple like interactive zones where you could like hang out on like the quote-unquote set of one of the tv shows but i haven't heard of anything like more wild than that (laughs) Hmm. i wonder if there's gonna be anything at gen con Mm. Mm, the friends at the table <laughs> do an ARG. Friends at the table ARG. It's gonna take eight years. <laughs> eight years, a lot of philosophy. One of the puzzles is just uh, everyone playing has to collect their tears, and when they get <laughs> uh, a full bottle's worth of tears full together, Austin Walker will pour it onto a thing and release the next clue. <laughs> Ooh, you could do the like. Uh, have you ever heard about like the the wine bottle uh, cipher thing or like whatever, where you like you cut a th- a strip of paper and then you wrap it around a wine bottle and then you write a full like paragraph oh. on the bottle going down oh, and then you yeah. unravel. Yeah. And if you don't have a bottle that same size, then it doesn't work. <laughs> I have the letters heard of that. don't line up. That's Samat right there. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Books and wine, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking to see if anything at all happened at Comic-Con, but apparently not. No, um, nothing happens at all at Comic-Con. <laughs> well, you know, anything... <laughs> Turns cool, out it's canceled. Anything cool and ARG-related. Um, Turns out there are no more comics. The, stra- the Stranger Things ARG just ended. That's true. What was the Stranger Things ARG? Uh, it was they did like a like a Baskin Robbins like scoops ahoy promotion and they had uh code on some of the ice cream tubs and then you could get into like this secret website of like spies working against the Russians and you had to like close gates to the upside down. Wild. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's weird seeing Russians come back as enemies for things. And I know yeah. that like <laughs> there is a lot of political unrest between America and Russia right now, and I don't want to discount any of that. But whenever I hear and the Russians are our enemies, I think like, God, how outdated is this reference? <laughs> like it feels like an eighties movie to me, even though it's like, no, nah, that happened, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm good. We're done. We are chill and moving forward. 
<laughs> well, Andrew, I have good news on telling you when Stranger Things takes place. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that are getting stranger, uh, do we want to talk about Binding of Isaac? <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've said that like five times now. <laughs> so it's the best. Be, the best segue is the one you have to do twice. <laughs> That's how it always is. We're like, oh, we should talk about this week's ARG. And we don't. <laughs> Speaking of bad segues. Okay. Okay. Is, is, hello? Is this thing hello? on? Hello? 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 Hey, hey, hi, what's up? This is this is Ben Bath and I don't know anymore. I need out of this fucking podcast, okay? We got, we, got, we, we, we talked about Bionicle for a very long time and we tried mm-hmm. to stop but then some evil force trapped us in hell and is forcing us to talk about things that start with the letter B until we die. We did Beyblade and now we're on Batman and it's just gonna keep getting I'm, fucking I'm, worse. I'm, a, I'm afraid of what happens next. I haven't seen my wife in several days. Please help us. Please help please us. Help. Oh, God, please Joe. Please help us. Joe, do you hear that? Oh, God. Go to theorangegirls.com and help us. Please. God, please. No. No. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So for this ARG, we are once again using the Game Detectives Wiki. Thank you so much, Games Detectives. You guys are awesome. Game Detectives um, represent. Yeah. Um the binding of Isaac. Riley, thank you. I hit yeah, I hit my I chest that, twice and you. I was like that doesn't work. I just heard a thump thump. <laughs> I'm sorry. God. <laughs> the binding of Isaac Afterbirth Energy started with the release of the Afterbirth DRC for the Binding of Isaac Rebirth. It contained many biblical illusions, mysterious ciphers, and several expeditions to the real world. Can you do so, me a favor? Yes. Can you say the word DLC real quick? DLC? Okay, cool. <laughs> you did say DRC. You definitely said that. DRC, and I was like, let's just snip this one in the bud. <laughs> <laughs> it's downloadable so the- content. So the way this ARG started you get for it real. Down the road. <laughs> uh, it's Scooby Doo trying to say downloadable content. Rut <laughs> So the way this ARG started for real is that um when the Binding of Isaac Rebirth uh got released, they put a secret character uh in the game um that was designed so that it could only be unlocked by doing a bunch of like real world scavenger hunt stuff um and then That's immediately cool. yeah and then immediately people data mined the game and they were like oh there's a secret <laughs> character in here um oh, and, everyone, no. and everyone knew that there was a secret character i i have been uh the binding of isaac is one of the reasons i dropped out of college because i played that game too much in classes and did not pay attention um <laughs> and so i'm very intimate with this series and i remember when this was happening <laughs> reddit and just seeing like the the game developer post on the page being like you know what i'm never gonna try to do anything fun again <laughs> you're just gonna data mine it oh my god oh i feel so bad for them <laughs> they were so mad oh man i i would be too that would really yeah, yeah. exactly yeah but and then like also like 
The people were so like, why is he so mad? He put it in the <laughs> game. Of course we're going to data mine it. And it's like, no. Y'all y'all ever heard of fun? <laughs> yeah, I would I would also be mad if I planned a uh, complex community ARG and then someone scooped me before I was going to launch it. Yeah, that'd be real <laughs> rough. I would hate it if someone did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should definitely we should call edmund and get them on the show <laughs> um and so then I... the then the afterbirth expansion got released uh and people were like oh there's probably a secret in here too uh but they couldn't <laughs> data mine anything out of it <laughs> um, just put it be- in in patches after that yeah no that was what happened um they they uh they had this secret character but they didn't patch it in until the ARG ended so there was nothing to data mine yeah see th- that's learning from your mistakes yeah <laughs> get a character data mined out of your game once shame on me or shame on you get a character data mined out of your game twice that's shame on me Three times, won't get fooled again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so people knew there was, like, probably a secret, but the data miners came up absolutely empty, and they were like, oh, okay, we see, we see, we understand. Okay. <laughs> um, and so there was a new game mode in uh, Afterbirth, which was Greed Mode, uh, where you fight against a boss called Ultra Greed at the end. Uh, and when you beat Ultra Greed, you get access to a donation machine. Um, okay. Which people thought would max out at 999 coins, uh, but it breaks. It broke when they put 109 coins in. Um, okay. And, and they patched that a couple days after release uh, and like, basically trying to make it look like an accident. <laughs> okay. And then when you put 999 coins in, you got a achievement called Generosity. Okay. Uh, and people started to obsess over the number 109 because they didn't know what it meant. Uh, and theories included, the green machine was fixed 109 hours after release. The character, the lost character was datamined only 109 hours after Rebirth's release. And they looked up, like, what item number 109 was in the game code. Is um, it, like, a date? Nobody knows. <laughs> so so this might not even be a real thing? Just that players, like, got obsessed with it? Yeah. Um, and then the, the, devs, <laughs> the devs started, like, putting up messages and tweets that also had the number 109 in them. Just, like, <laughs> fucking with the players. God. It's, it's very funny that this group is like, all right. So we broke this before, and they were planning a thing, but we stopped them. But now we didn't stop them, so I bet they're still planning a thing. So let's obsess <laughs> over everything. Yeah. Meanwhile, the devs are like, oh, hey, we got a glitch in our game. Let's just patch that out. We're good to go. <laughs> and the community just goes haywire and melts down. I love that. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's what you get. The- it's so good. <laughs> the re- like I was like on that Reddit, it was blowing the fuck up nonstop. And since <laughs> I wasn't like playing in the ARG or like looking at like the data mine stuff, I was just like, Oh, there's a DLC. Oh, <laughs> oh neat. <laughs> oh, everyone one oh nine. Um 
And so while they were all obsessing over 109, there were also like these weird graphical anomalies going on in the game. Um, when you hovered over items like the quarter, the dollar, and this item called money equals power, which is item number 109. Holy shit. Uh, and when you, <laughs> and when you hovered over uh, money equals power, it displayed the message, where are you? Okay. Where are you? Okay, I know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. um and once enough people got the generosity achievement uh the achievement icon changed uh and it became a piece of paper with black lines and dots on it so looking at looking at this image how would you solve this puzzle okay uh huh. I know I didn't send you the trailhead for this week, but that's because you would actually have to like play the game by Download Isaac. the game by yeah. Isaac, beat it, get to the DLC area, and then unlock an achievement. Let me tell you one, you wouldn't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I played a little bit of Binding of Isaac when it came out, and I I like that kind of run style game and roguelikes, but I just really didn't like the the, the aesthetic the in the game sucks. is really gross. Mm-hmm. Aesthetics very bad. Um. So it, it, my first gut instinct is Morse code, just because of dots and dashes, but mm-hmm. I don't think that it is. Is it sentences? Like, words are that long? It, it's what it looks like, but I don't... I don't know how you would figure out what those words are supposed to be. I have no idea. Because, yeah, I, I thought Morse code, too, but also I don't know what Morse code looks like. <laughs> <laughs> So you have to count Dude. the number of pixels in each line. I Jesus. want to die. Okay. <laughs> um, and the, and you this... foil someone's surprise once, and then they're making you count pixels. That's <laughs> <And> this... <laughs> what you get. So, so you count the number of pixels, and you count spaces as zeros, and then you get a series of numbers just by going to the list counting pixels. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so, like, that first one, I assume, is one, and then zero, and then however long that next one is. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and count pixels. It's eight. Eight? Okay. So, okay, yeah. So, you get... Okay. Yeah. Damn. So, so you, you get, like, 108, and then you would go down. You don't often see ARGs that are actively hostile to their <laughs> audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then translating those numbers, which I think were base 10, uh, they got a incomprehensible string of letters, which they found out was an imager URL, which took them to this little image. Okay. Which is... Oh, the lost. Which is 109 by 109 pixels. Of course it is. What does it say? Right and there? he removed that day that he goats. There's a lot of. So, Andrew, how much you know about the Binding of Isaac? Uh, not much. I played a little bit. I don't think I ever unlocked any of the extra characters. Uh, I always lost pretty quickly. Um, I don't know much. And he removed the day that he goats, and then there's the treasure map there. What does that mean? A lot of dudes. The lost is on there interesting this is 109 by 109 pixels yes magnificent good work and the <laughs> the lost was the character that they were doing this arg to unlock so this is the first time they oh, saw okay. the lost okay oh 
he's a pain in the ass. I hate playing as the lost. <laughs> Um, and the quote is from Genesis thirty thirty five, and uh, with a couple hints that they got from the devs on Twitter, uh, they realized that it was a reference to the movie The Lost Boys. Oh, oh, because of all the boys in the background. Oh, that's cute. But you don't know that you don't know his name's The Lost yet. So, uh, and so they they figured out that they had to go to a uh, dead drop at the Santa Cruz boardwalk, which is where the Lost Boys is set. For people who don't know, ah, okay. I was about to say, is there is that a big location in the movie? I yes, it's a blind spot for me. Yeah, it's also where Us is set, and they reference the Lost Boys in in the beginning of that movie. Oh, fun, yeah. Uh, and so. One Reddit user's brother went out to the Santa Cruz boardwalk uh, and they found a missing poster um, that had a partial phone number on it. Okay. And I will drop the image in here as I do. Sad little Isaac. Yeah. Missing uh, Isaac. Three foot three, 43 pounds. If found, please go four 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 dash zero, and then I assume that the missing numbers are one oh nine. They are. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it. So You're is, solving the ARG. There's something written on the back of this poster too. Yes. God is. It's God is spirit, which is a reference to John four twenty four. Okay. My. Um, my my spirit as somebody who's like reads this who plays the game is like don't call this number <laughs> let isaac get away <laughs> let him out <laughs> let the boy out so they slapped i think the uh the santa cruz area code onto the phone number okay uh and they called it and it went to a voicemail that had some weird reversed audio in it and so it said, hello, blank, reverse audio, I am your blank, I know what you came for, but I need to hear you ask me, and then when you reverse the audio, it's Isaac and father. Okay, so and... it's, hello, Isaac, I'm your father, I know what you came for, but I need to hear you ask me? Yep. Okay. Um, and then and then you could leave a voicemail, and a bunch of people started leaving voicemails trying to guess what they were supposed to ask retrospectively uh the game oh ask um where are you yeah the game the game detectives wiki notes that retrospectively that is probably the correct answer (laughs) (laughs) but they never they didn't put any of that together i don't think they did it does not indicate that they did okay um but maybe but it seems like Maybe someone did, and it was just like lost to the shuffle of a bunch of people leaving messages. Sure. Uh, because then the voicemail got replaced uh, that evening uh, okay. with a second message, and the audio for that one also doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they have a bunch of links to like Vokaroo, and it just like it doesn't exist anymore. Um. And the voicemail is Christ calls generous gods don't guide history forever and then something backwards and then we need to go deeper. Okay. Riley, uh, you're making there... you're making noises. You okay? 
<laughs> me? Sorry, is it like buzzing noises? Oh, no, you just made a... When Marn was reading the thing earlier, you kind of went, oh. Oh, sorry. I found a link to the second recording. Oh, Ooh. oh you did? Yes. Yeah, this is creepy. I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like this at all. That's like the announcer for the game as you play it, like he's like announces the levels that you're on or some items you pick up. Huh. Oh, I don't like the huge pause before the whispering. Yeah, I don't like yeah. this at all. Damn. <laughs> Thanks. <Hate it. laughs> user eight two one five seven four nine two five. Also known on Reddit as Kelser. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, and so the backwards part of that says, knowledge grows. His final form ends beyond greed. And greed is the boss that people fought to get the achievement, right? Yes. Okay. So um, there's more to the game than we thought. Yeah. None of you data miners found it. <laughs> Suck on this one. <laughs> And uh, one of the devs had been making, like, warmer, colder tweets on Twitter to uh, to tell the people trying to solve the ARG, like, how on track they were with their solves, which was very nice in retrospect. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. Ma- made a tweet saying, we almost revealed more evil, right? Um, and okay. the first letter of each word in that sentence spells out warmer. And if oh, you, okay, and, yeah. And if you apply that to the voicemail, uh, and you take the first letter of every word, and you get rid of the the whispery bit, uh, you get a string of nonsensical letters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but then if you do if you do alphanumeric code to them, you get coordinates. Okay. Like okay. Yeah, and they figured out that for the reversed uh, section, they had to make it a negative coordinate because it was reversed. Oh, that yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, and they led to a building in Santa Ana, which was building number 109. Oh, number 109. Gotcha. Good work. Uh, and the devs put some hints on Twitter about digging and looking for loose change, but they said, don't do anything stupid or illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, More ARGs need that warning, I feel. And one of the devs also did an interview in PC Gamer where he told players to bring a shovel, so they were like, alright, we have to dig for something, clearly. Okay. I love um, the moment in ARGs where you find a a string of letters and you go okay and then you like plug it into a cipher and you go okay i think i'm on the right track so now instead of the first bit of gibberish i have a different bit of gibberish but i think it's a better bit of gibberish <laughs> it's my favorite feeling in su- any arg yeah. <laughs> this is what success feels like you're just like all oh, right well. i'm gonna stop for now so one else can take it the next step but i found letters instead God. of numbers so i'm good i uh... <laughs> Also, uh, I was wrong about the lost. They had already unlocked the lost uh, before this yeah. ARG because that was the one they data mined out of the game. I, oh, okay. I just, I just looked up on the subreddit, like uh, I searched 
data mine just because why not let's see what people were saying at the time and somebody is talking about how uh they had more stuff than just the 109 just to fuck with people yeah um they're like hiding uh brownie recipes uh <gasps> don quixote in german oh my god in <laughs> <laughs> a quote from catcher in the rye that's oh that's so incredible funny. <laughs> holy you shit suck on this data miners <laughs> oh that's so funny <laughs> god yeah the lost was the the character that was supposed to have an arg and then didn't because they data mined it out of the game um so they they still don't know what character they are uh looking for but okay a bunch of reddit users went to the coordinates and they brought shovels uh and they found a pile of loose change on the ground okay so they took that and they dug where they found the loose change and they found a greed doll uh buried in the ground with writing on it which okay. there are pictures of oh look at the little baby oh, that's a creepy little thing it looks like an angry squirtle yeah he uh most isaac characters will blink and send tears forward this motherfucker blinks and coins come out of his eyes oh my gotcha. god okay Oh, they have, they're a bunch of bosses based on, like, the seven deadly sins, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Am I? Okay. Yeah, so there's uh, greed enemies that look like, just like the head of this that bounce around. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, what, lust is something that just, like, chases after you and will run into you until you die. Uh, Pride continues to explode into smaller versions of itself. Or is that Envy? I cannot remember. Okay. Cannot remember at all. Okay. I've only played Binding of Isaac like twice, so I will take you at your word. <laughs> it's very fun. It's a fun game. Yeah, it is. It looks gross, but it's fun. This little statue, he's got a bunch of nines drawn on him. Yeah, he does. Um, He also has writing on his back that says, I am Isaac's body. Isaac is dead. Give me a voice. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and he has more, uh, numbers on his head. I know it's very hard to see in the picture. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's an ampersand, um, uh, and then a hashtag 64 semicolon? Yeah. It looks like, uh, okay. So they figured out that ampersand hashtag 64 is assy for an at symbol. Oh, okay. Uh, and they used the rest of the numbers to get a Twitter address, which was at I am Isaac's body. Okay. And they hacked the Twitter because the password was Isaac is dead. Okay. Um, and they were like, okay, so give him a voice means we probably have to post on the Twitter. Uh, and so they did that. I wonder if the Twitter still exists. Well, they never exist, right? People always delete them. <laughs> at I am Isaac's body. Oh yeah, this one exists. There's stuff on it. Oh, sick. Okay, all right. Y'all win this round. Oh yeah, and it's a creepy little uh, little greed statue as its face. Yeah, it's a little boy. It says, <laughs> "I am full of sin." Okay, cool. Hi, greed. Uh, and the and the the um the location and the bio both say 109. <laughs> it's a shame that they didn't like get 109 following this account yeah, yeah. just start blocking people <laughs> after they hit above that number 
Oh my god, it has two over 2,000 followers, and it hasn't posted since 2015. <laughs> um, so these are all fans that are tweeting this then, right? Yes. As and then, this account, yeah. Yeah, and then the... The, the first um, tweet is, it begins again. And then the devs uh, tweeted a little achievement unlocked thing to the Twitter that said the community unlocked something hidden. Okay. Which you can see on the Twitter. Hmm. Okay. And then, Riley, do you recognize this image? Let me look for it on here. As our binding of Isaac expert. Yeah, so whenever you get an achievement, like this comes up on the screen and kind of covers something up. Something hidden inside of there. Yeah, I see see the little man in there. That's the donation box. That's what that looks like. But oh. it's cracked open and broken, oh. and there's a character inside of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the donation boxes are in, like, stores or in the end of the greed run. And if you put your money in it, like nickels, pennies, coins, probably what was in the pile of change that they dug this up under, um, that, like, uh, brings up the number. And as you pass, like, 100 or 150, like, it improves the store or gives you better items and yada yada and that stays persistent over runs okay okay cool yeah and um as soon as that went up uh they updated the game as well and they added a new character called the keeper who is unlocked by donating a thousand coins to the greed donation machine okay so you defeat man you defeat greed by donating a bunch of stuff into the donation machine yeah cool He's this little boy. I actually didn't know how to unlock him, so now I have to go and do that. <laughs> He's this terrible looking little man. What's he look like? <laughs> I oh, put a God. picture of him in the Yeah. See, this is why I don't play Binding of Isaac. Oh, he's like a little zombie child. Yeah, the whole thing the like when <laughs> Mom was going over like, ah, Isaac is dead, it's like, yeah, that's what the lost is. <laughs> his little dead 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 Isaac. Aww. He's lost. It's it's very the game is like very like new grounds sad where it's like Jesus Christ yeah, you are it's still just like swinging yeah bleak mm-hmm yep because like the whole concept is that Isaac's mom is terrible and is like ah you know what I'll do I'll fucking murk this kid and so Isaac finds a trapdoor goes in it and boom that's the game and so you're running through the thing eventually you destroy you, you, you kill your mom then you kill your mom's heart and then you either go to heaven or hell to kill satan or uh i think you like the player is um no that'd be wild um uh like i think it's isaac it's oh. called the blue baby it's oh, weird okay yeah it's a lot it's a lot a lot huh i like the game the aesthetic a lot. <laughs> you should play Gungeon. I'm gonna play Gungeon. I'm looking it up on Steam right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as opposed to Binding of Isaac, in Gungeon the other day, I unlocked a gun that uh, was called like the Nice Gun or the Cool Gun or the Rad Gun or something like that, and it was a gun with a cool hat and a skateboard. Yeah, oh my God. see, and uh, there we go. When I reloaded it, if you got to hit a button at the right time, and it goes sick if you do, otherwise it goes fail. It's great. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I like that. 
Okay, so they did this little game to unlock the new character. That's really cool. Yeah, they did it. Um, <laughs> they did it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. Uh, I'm looking at, at a uh, at a Kotaku article that has a bunch of 109 theories that the players came up with. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear these theories. Hang on, I gotta scroll down. They have like a little summary of the ARG. Well, uh, 108 is a big number in like Buddhist mythology. So 109 is just like, it's like Buddhist power, but one better. <laughs> That's my theory. God. Yeah, uh, some people think that it took 109 hours for the for the devs to hear about uh, Rebirth being data mined. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, there's one uh, linked here. Let me see if I can find the whole... Oh, the fucking... What are they... Like, Ed- Edmund, the de- one of the developers on Binding of Isaac, uh, tweeting afterwards. It would be a fun. It would be fun to allude to there being more of the ARG, but I don't want this to become another one hundred and nine. Let's hate me thing. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Binding of Isaac fans, y'all. Well, uh, just be chill. They're into that they're... edgy South Park humor. Like I, you know. They oh, are. this one is they good. Are. This one says contains actual serious Illuminati connections. <laughs> <laughs> what is that in like letters in 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 if we go it's a zero isn't anything so this falls apart immediately yeah uh firstly 109 is a prime number but more notably it's also a center triangular prime only the third in the series this means this means 109 objects can be arranged in a perfect triangular shape but cannot be divided into any smaller equal groupings <laughs> modern catholicism okay. word this is from the same post modern catholicism's origin was in the year 109 <laughs> 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 the the actual serious illuminati connections is just that you can put 109 objects into a triangle oh my god <laughs> Oh my god. Um, apparently... <laughs> yeah, the... Apparently, uh, someone involved with making the game did a, a stream of Afterbirth that crashed at exactly 10.09. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have done that shit on purpose. That's where you have the one hand off screen ready to go, just to yank out the cord at the right time. Oh, man. How long also is the... Hu- hold on. Also, the price of the game on Steam was ten ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone is so fucking pissy on this subreddit. They're so goddamn mad that like a hundred one oh nine was nothing. <laughs> oh, Lord in heaven. God, yeah, people were like, oh, maybe you have to start a bunch of save files and, like, beat a bunch of specific enemies nine times. There's, like, there is something like that to unlock a character in the game where it's, like, you have to beat this character, this enemy with this character, then immediately quit out, and then immediately get up this new one, and then, but, like, they do a lot of weird shit like that. 
Oh, they had a they had a mega thread for testing 109 theories on Reddit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 109 hours after Rebirth's release, we discovered the Lost. 109 hours after Atherbirth, and we have our patch and more. I like the ones that are like, I bet they heard about it after 109 hours because they have no reason to under to like think that. Mm-hmm. They're just like, maybe this is it. Oh, uh, interesting fact in Wikipedia about 109. Um, 109 is the natural number following 108 and preceding 110. (laughs) Here's one from Reddit. 109 is the police code for suicide. Maybe we have to suicide in the right place of the game. (laughs) Jesus. Oh my god. Uh, 109 is the atomic number of meetnerium. Um, <laughs> which is a synthetic chemical element. It's extremely radioactive, so maybe we need to give ourselves radioaction poisoning. God. It contains actual serious Illuminati connections. Warning. It's really funny <laughs> on this article. I know. Uh. <laughs> Actual for real. What's lightning rod? Lightning rod sixty four up to now. I like that one of the devs tweeted, "I'm hiding the remaining content behind a series of micro transactions that I'm calling an ARG." <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the interstitial playbook that has the playbook move. This is my PayPal account. Pay to win. <laughs> Message me dollar, and I will let you say you win this role. That's incredible. <laughs> No one's done it yet, but I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I just hit the cord. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. That's very funny. Oh. <gasps> Binding of Isaac can be good sometimes. Sometimes. It feels like one of those things like, um, like South Park and Rick and Morty where, like, you can do and say some cool stuff with the aesthetic you're going for, but there are a lot of people that are going to just like just mm-hmm. see the edge and think that yeah. it's a cool knife. Yep. 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 It fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, here, I got loose ends from the ARG here. This Here's ARG a, uh, is like three steps long. How are there loose ends? I know. Ends? I saw the... I saw that list, but it was completely incomprehensible to me. <laughs> At the moment, it seems likely that the ARG is over. Ed has made tweets stating that well, <laughs> this is done. Like we there's a post mortem <laughs> next week. <laughs> the following items have been pointed at. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. It looks like it's over, and the credits ran, and the lights are turning back on in the movie theater, and there's an employee poking me with a broom and asking me to leave. But maybe there's going to be more to this movie. That's like leaving an escape room and like trying to pick up shit in the lobby to see if there's a code underneath it. <laughs> the yellow poster found at the dig site, most notably the email address printed on it. It may be completely unrelated. 
the unfinished state of these uh, of the two levels. Subjective opinion. <laughs> They're like, there's not enough stuff in this level. <laughs> there might be more to the ARG because I don't like the game. Oh, <laughs> uh, these people! These people went on to play Metal Gear Solid Five, didn't they? Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> we cover the Metal Gear Solid Five ARG, which is just we think this sucks, but it has to suck for a reason, right? <laughs> Uh, the features list for Afterbirth claims 120 new items. The total is 95. But in- if I include these other things, it does bump it up above 120. <laughs> God. Um, 1001 achievement is unobtainable, but a dev did say it will come out later. <laughs> Unresolved plot elements regarding Isaac's father. <laughs> Certain data mine textures, which are currently unused. Unused data is present in every game. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that they're like, hold on, we data mined the last one and ruined it, um, but then we data mined this one, and it looks like there might be more to it. Um, I know that the devs probably planted it there because they like it when we data mine stuff, so uh, that's probably what it is. God, it's so fucking funny. Uh. Nerds. <laughs> I'm going to go play Binding of Isaac. <laughs> play Gungeon instead. Don't do it. You're right. I got to save money for Gen Con. <laughs> uh, do we want to review the game? Oh, yeah. We should do that. I forgot that was a part of this podcast. We've been, doing, we've been doing two-parters for so long. <laughs> I'm so used to just wrapping up. All right. Well, this one's just a two-parter, but all the first part is cut content. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Marn and Riley, what do you guys think about the story in this game? It doesn't really give y'all a lot for like, as if you don't aren't coming into it from like going, yes, I've played Binding of Isaac for almost four hundred hours. I I think I know the story. Then it really doesn't give you anything but a creepy baby. Like, like honestly, that sums right? up the Binding of Isaac. Yeah. yeah is is there really a a story besides uh we don't want you to data mine this content <laughs> yeah i really think that's the only plot of this arg is hey don't data mine our stuff also i buried a statue <laughs> yeah i think that's it like i i uh i don't like it <laughs> anyways yeah i feel like there isn't much of a story to this one other than we're gonna dunk on a bunch of nerds uh who are going to get highly obsessed with this number that's uh, irrelevant and we're going to do a quick little thing to release a new character but like we need to make money off of the fact that we just put out an expansion to the game so this cannot go on very long i feel like it's part of it yeah mm-hmm. like this can go three days and then we need people to buy this expansion and they'll <laughs> only do it if there's a new character yeah it's yeah not much of anything i don't think womp womp yeah <laughs> all right so on a scale of 10 um malformed children crying in basements uh how many what would you give this one marn uh plot wise i think like a two yeah right damn you're being generous <laughs> well i like that the, i like that the meta plot was like 
let's make life really hard for our players. <laughs> that is very good. The outstanding circumstances do bring it up to a two. <laughs> I was going to say, Riley, it sounds like you lean into one. I was leading one, and then I remember that they just said, you know what? Fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that I'm leaning at, like, like a one. I honestly, there's a scrap of plot detail for people that care about I, Binding of Isaac, but it doesn't get resolved. Or if you even call it mm-hmm. a scrap of plot detail, which is just someone saying, hello, this is your dad. Um, (laughs) here's the thing you've never met uh, Isaac's dad in the game yeah Isaac's dad's never been around and uh, like there's like some faded pictures that are like torn up that are items that you don't see the dad and so air quotes hearing the dad could be cool but uh, that's that's it that's the that's all all you get that's all it did (laughs) yeah I'm leaning to a one yeah all right so what do you guys think about the puzzles this is a really short game, so there's not a lot to talk about. Yeah. What do you think about the puzzle? <laughs> the two puzzles. Digging up a thing is sick. Yeah. And Hell like yeah. having a link on that that sends you to a Twitter account that makes you like say something in that Twitter account. That's a nifty resolution mechanic. I like that a lot too. I love hacking into things in games. Anything that makes me feel like I'm, I'm like a cool hacker who's not where I'm supposed to be. That's so much fun to me. I, I do feel like whenever an element like that gets involved, I do like, I don't know, hear a Sunday school voice in my head that's like, uh, is this design being a good influence on our players? Like, <laughs> um, but I, I do agree with you. I think it's it's very cool that like, can you imagine being the person that realizes that, like, give me a voice means, oh, what if I log into this Twitter account and say something and then it works? Like putting out a cryptic hint and then watching people go like, oh, shit, do you think that's what this is? Is super exciting to watch no matter when it happens. Is it sick? Does it feel cool? Do y'all feel cool for doing it? That's good enough for me, baby. <laughs> like, Let's go. <laughs> I, yeah. I do kind of like the the puzzle where they have to count the the pixels in the achievement image. It's pretty clever. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that's like people who like are specifically like ah yes I'm I'm Steve the ARG solver <laughs> like approach shit in the wildest ways. Yeah, where it's like if I saw that like I would throw my head at it for a little bit and go cool i'm done i'll be back later when someone solved this but for someone to be like i'm going to count the pixels and then i'm going to convert those numbers into an image and it's going to be correct like (laughs) the that's the wildest part to me is that as a game designer you're like this is the right answer (laughs) i think yeah, I, I feel like if I saw that with no context, I might be stuck on it for a little while, but counting the pixels seems natural to me as someone who has done a lot of ARGs and read about a lot of ARGs. <laughs> I feel like once I realized that the like the first pixel was one pixel wide, like once I realized it was just one <clears throat> pixel, I might stumble into the solution from there. But I feel like I would have put like four zeros in because the space in the middle was very far oh yeah or i just wouldn't yeah. even have a, a zero in there 
that's what people talk about in like video game design is like the important thing like the, like what makes like a Mega Man like a good uh video game is like to uh hit like the start game you hit A and Mega Man shoots a little laser and that teaches you in your brain like ah when I hit A Mega Man will shoot a little laser and that will progress the game is like giving somebody the tools first and showing walking them through how the tool works even if it's just in the background and then going and here's how then apply that to this right. that's exactly what they did in that little in that oh, puzzle, which is that makes so much sense. <laughs> it's good. It's slick. I like it a lot. It's one of my favorite things in like puzzle design and game design. Is like I give you all the tools. Mm-hmm. Cool. You have them now. Now I'm gonna scramble them up in a big old pot, and you have the answer. You just need to figure out that you have the answer and to apply your previous knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love when ARGs do that. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. <laughs> That's good game design, That's what... baby. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> to go back to your um metaphor that you used earlier i'm assuming this part isn't getting cut out i don't know what we said around it but where you talked about having Mm -hmm. a toolbox that you establish early and then you pull stuff out it's kind of like the um with the the gravity falls um anytime bill cypher's talking it's in that rot 23 cypher i think it was um Mm -hmm. or any you know anytime that you're doing this you set up early that this thing is happening and then from there anytime that that happens you know you get to feel smart and go oh i know what this is even though the thing that you know is like, this is a short ARG, but to apply this this kind of logic to, but anytime that you you see that, you go, oh, I'm smart, and I know that this is Bill Cipher talking in Rot 23. I won't mm-hmm. know step two, but I do have that really good feeling bit of knowing step one and feeling a little bit of progress that makes me want to do more. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like if you have an ARG that uses enough, like... I don't know, like base sixty four. You can eventually just like recognize base sixty four on site. Yeah, it's got two enter signs in it. This is sixty four. Let's go. Hell yeah! <laughs> you can read a dead language <laughs> just on site. Yeah, that shit. That shit absolutely rules. And then like once people are able to like, all right, we can play in this space using these same uh, systems over and over again. Like, we know that, like, okay, we can decode it from this, and then we can decode this and decode this, and we know how these three things intermingle. Then you add on that fourth thing, and then you add that fourth thing into the mix, and then add that fifth thing, add that fifth thing into the mix. And then there's, like, a point where it gets too fucking complicated, but, like, (laughs) it's fun. It's it's super sick. Do we rate the puzzles? (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, out out of seven... uh, out of seven deadly sins, uh, how many are you giving these puzzles? Riley, let's start with you. I'm going up to, I think I'm going up to, like, six deadly sins. Like, it's enjoyable. Like, I like it. Like, they do some interesting stuff. There's not a lot of them, but the few that there are are good. And yeah. quantity doesn't necessarily mean quality. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. You riding the six train, too? Yeah, I think a, a six. I'm also a six, which means we've got six, six, six for puzzles on Binding of Isaac. I'm not going to remark any more on that. Uh, how do you guys feel mm. about replayability? Um, this the, like as far as replayability goes, like it's feels like a one, right? Like you could the only way you could replay it is to like get all the way through the game and then unlock, like beat multiple layers and then get to greed and then like do the donation box, which won't even break on the first time anymore. It'll go straight all the way. It, yeah. so it just feels low 
I was even going to give it a zero because there's this literally nothing in this ARG that you can, like, go and replicate anymore. You can't even, like, get to the Twitter account anymore. <laughs> All the sound files are gone. <laughs> like, it's borked. You, so, yeah. <laughs> I think that you guys are way off. I think this one gets a nine. Um, the game, I mean, it's still an active game. You can still download and play it. You can still, I mean, you could still download it in the order that things came out if you wanted to get that true experience. But then, um, assuming that the, the, you can still get the achievements, you can still do all the stuff, the text will all pop up in the game. And then, you know, shout out to Game Detectives Wiki, but they have a really good job of collecting all of the information and presenting it. Um, you can look up anything about this, you can get anywhere through Game Detectives and just, you know, you can't go out, I mean, you can go out and dig in the park for a statue but <laughs> you won't find it um but that that gameplay element's still there you can still get a shovel um no um <laughs> i don't know everything is still there and accounted for and there's a good record of it i i don't know after looking at something like bioshock where it's all entirely in a wiki or on the opposite end of things where you get games where all the links are dead every website's gone the fact that this all took place inside of a video game uh makes it still alive and breathing and still playable i'm giving it a nine all right okay you get a pass for now (laughs) (laughs) i i will say that is fair coming off of bioshock which was like we did a lot of lore diving in a wiki and it was incredibly (laughs) dense (laughs) yeah i was just thinking based on what we were talking about via experiential marketing and uh args earlier Bionicle used to come, you could get them with a little code on the back of them, and that code would take you to a website where you'd play the Montanui online game. <laughs> it's the Montanui online game in ARG. New chapters would be released <laughs> as you played. Like, you'd have to get new things that would have new links that would get you to unlock the new chapters where you could progress in the story in different ways. I think Eventually, that's an ARG. You got a phone number, you could call Mataka, and he would tell you the <laughs> secrets of Montanui. <laughs> You'd call Scrat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I gotta say that. What am I saying? They did. Ha- they did do an ARG. Bionicle did do an ARG. They kidnapped the All American Rejects. Yes, the I band? remember that. Yeah. yeah, the the band went missing on a cruise um, that was out in the ocean, drifted into some fog, and the Paraka kidnapped the All American Rejects. You can go to freetheband.com, I believe, might still exist. The uh, move along was in a lot of uh, it was in a, a lot, lot of, of Bionicle commercials, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Free the band, all American rejects. Huh. Yep. So Bionicle has kidnapped things from the real world multiple times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, that's Args, baby. That <laughs> them's Args. <laughs> Oh my god, Free the Band had multiple websites. Mm-hmm. There was a fake blog that was run by Zach and Ivan. Uh, there were two sections, the blog and the gallery. The blog featured Zach and Ivan's thoughts on the All-American Rejects' disappearance, while Ivan playing the skeptic and Zach playing the believer. Meanwhile, the gallery featured official artificial fan art of the Toa and Nika. <laughs> and- and then rockyacht.com, which was the the website that sponsored the ship that they were scheduled to perform their music on. However, the ship lost radio contact when it sailed near an unknown island, and the band was captured by the Paraka. This is a dumb Good question. Lord. Was there an actual cruise? 
I don't think like like so. they didn't kick it off by like having an actual cruise where they were like, uh oh, the all American rejects went missing. <laughs> no, like no. that would be fucking sick. What okay. happened? Like there was a sweepstakes attached to this. Like so, if you won, you fucking you won big. So like. The grand prize winner wins a trip to the All-American Rejects concert for four friends and a parent or guardian uh, to travel with the band. Uh, oh, wait. You also travel with the band on the Gibson tour bus. Damn. You meet the band. Entire 2006 set collection, as well as autographed Bionicle comics. The, a Nintendo DS Lite with a copy of Bionicle Heroes. A guitar signed for the band. Free the, Bi- free the band slash Bionicle skate deck. $2,000, free the band t-shirt and poster, and a copy of the All-American Rejects debut album. Um, And that's just one prize. That's the grand prize. That's almost as much as the Audi ARG gave away. <laughs> Could you imagine yeah. being on a Bionicle cruise? Sorry, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> stuck on that in my brain. <laughs> I wouldn't want it to be like Disney style, right? I'd want it to be so like involved where like you could walk up and be like, "Oh, hey, Toa Leecon is here today at at our fucking brunch." God, Toa Leecon. To that's picture. where you go to hear more about Harry Potter stuff, right? No, uh, Toa Leecon <laughs> is actually part of the band Leecon Park. <laughs> Somebody got real mad at us on Twitter for uh, pronouncing uh, Leecon Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever somebody gets mad at us on Twitter, you can tell in the original BBMB run because we would add to the end of their thing just something dunking on them. <laughs> like uh, the person was like, Lee- "These guys are really mean to Lewa." <laughs> That's why we added Lewa got Norton or fuck Lewa. <laughs> oh my god! It's like uh, they uh, left the review on Nervous Rex that were like, "These are two dudes that are scared of sex." I was like, clearly. That's uh, that's the problem that we have with uh, the way that Evangelion is presenting its female characters in these scenes. It's clearly that we're scared of sex. Yep, y'all have cru- mm, You got him, buddy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Arcs, baby. No, we gotta do recommendations. <laughs> do we have any recommendations? I do. Yeah, Marn, hit us with your recommendation. Hell yeah! Uh, my recommendation for. This week is a comic by Rob Guillory called Farmhand. Uh, you may know Rob Guillory because he did the art for Chew, which is another comic that I very oh, much okay. enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, Farmhand is about a organic farmer who uh, gets this seed that may or may not be from space or from God uh, <laughs> and learns how to grow human organs and body parts on plants. Jesus. Uh, and fucking metal. That's cool. And he like becomes like a, a renowned scientist and stuff. Uh, and it's about his estranged son uh, coming home to this farm and uh, reconciling with his father, who is now this like extremely esteemed scientist who's like changing the world. Uh, and it's also huh. kind of a horror comic because it's about like what happens when you graft plants onto people where their body parts should be. Huh. Getting extreme new fifty two Animal Man vibes. Oh, it rules! It's oh, so that good. Was it's messed it's up, a yeah. it's ongoing. I think there's like eleven issues out right now, uh, and it's very good. I think the second arc just wrapped up. Cool. Yeah. 
Um, that sounds really cool. Yeah, but people who don't like body horror shouldn't read it. <laughs> okay, well, thanks, thanks for telling me, Mark. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I posted, I posted some of the art from it over on my like locked Twitter because I was like, oh, nobody on my maid wants to see this. But there's a lot of like cool art of just like plants growing out of people. It's one okay. of those. <laughs> Grody, cool. My recommendation for this week is uh, a new Switch game that I've been hotly wanting for a while now. Um, it's all I've done this weekend, except for lead a bunch of nerds through a game of D anD. d But I played. I'm playing uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, it is probably my favorite Fire Emblem game uh, that's ever come out. Which is, I'm sure there's a little bit of recency bias coming through in there, but it is very good. Um, it is a for the people that don't know the series, it's a turn-based uh, strategy RPG um, where you have the, a group of people that you train and raise as different classes and, you know, axes and swords and stuff. Um, but the interesting element for this game is that uh, you are the teacher at their school. Uh, you It is a military, like, officer academy um, that's, like, at the corner border between three different nations where... Uh, there are the three houses, as the title implies, from these three house, these three countries that come together. Everyone's together in this class of students, and you are teaching them. So you set like, you set lesson plans and come up with like class goals that you go for. Um, like you can decide like we need to study bows this week, or like I need more healers, so this week we're going to study the Bible. Um, <laughs> and you raise your units and like you turn them into just a class of like strong units and you get to like, you start off with, you pick one of the three titular houses, um, but then you can like poach students from other schools. Um, and like eventually teachers will join your house too, which I'm not sure how that really works in the fiction, but it does. <laughs> um, I'm creating a, a group of students that I love. Uh, part of the appeal of Fire Emblem games is these support conversations that happen between characters um where you just get to meet them and they interact with each other and you learn about them and they're all actually i'm not going to say they're all surprisingly well written in this game but they (laughs) um i will say that this game has a step above of the writing of other fire emblem series entries um especially of the most recent games which i won't get into details on why i dislike all of those but um it's a stronger entry than they've had in a while there's a plot that's actually engaging and isn't just the most generic anime bullshit. Um, I'm a very happy Fire Emblem fan, and I want you all to be too. Uh, so join, and then send me your friend code. I know there's a boy with an eye patch, and I very much like boys with eye patches. I... <laughs> so one of the things about this game is that there's... I haven't gotten there yet, um, but what I do know about it, and what I fear about it, is that there's a time skip at some point where... You start off as these students' teachers, and then at some point, they all graduate, go back home, and just with my knowledge of fantasy games and this shit, I'm pretty sure that five years later, there's a massive war. And I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have to like join the battlefield alongside some students against other students. And I'm like pre-heartbroken about that, because I love all of these kids, even if there's an entire house devoted to students that have the worst haircuts. <laughs> um Fire Emblem's got that permadeath. And yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm mm. I'm prepared to be devastated. 
Um, and that's not a feeling that I've had about a Fire Emblem game before. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm ready to be ruined. <laughs> You're excited to be sad. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I just want to feel again. God. <laughs> That's fucking. That's me. Do I get recommendations? Should I yeah. have come? No, absolutely not. <laughs> this is a host thing. My I don't know why you're even commenting. <laughs> My recommendations are quick. It's either <laughs> if you if you want to watch too much of something, have it do some problematic shit, but overall make you cry. Watch Naruto with me. Naruto is <laughs> overall pretty good, but boy howdy, they fucking they. Just, <sighs> Sorry, I just think it's really funny that you. I got a, I got a recommendation. It's a little indie series called Naruto. <laughs> a little independent series called Naruto. It's okay because the second one, if you want to have a tightly packed, well paced, good time, for the most part of it, that is less problematic. Let me point you in the direction of Hunter Hunter. That is very good. It's such a good fucking show. And finally, not an anime. You should play The Outer Wilds. <laughs> The Outer Wilds is a game for the Xbox One. I literally bought an Xbox One S for it. Oh my god! Um, Holy shit! It's yeah. It's an indie game. It's um, you uh, start off on this planet and you're like an alien. Um, and you are you know th- this a- like this group of aliens. They go. They just kind of casually go to space every once in a while. Like they send one person up to just go explore the fucking stars, and um. You are walking around and you are getting like the launch codes to set up to like, okay, cool, I'm going to launch today. Today's the day I launch. And you see a uh, statue from like an ancient people who are here on all these planets before you that no one really knows about called the um, the Nomai. And the statue turns and it looks at you and you're like, that's weird. And its eyes go glow blue. And then you fly your ship out. You get the launch code. So you're like, that was fucked up. That No one else saw that. No one else saw that. And you fly around for a bit. You experience this beautiful space. Um, you Instead of having like a telescope, you have uh, a signal scope, which lets you hear sounds from really far away if it's tuned to the right frequency. And so every other astronaut has an instrument. And while the planets are spinning, you can like line it up that like they're all playing the same song together at the <gasps> like, but they're like shit. separate. That's so it's, cool. It's beautiful. And like this music is gorgeous. And then you're flying around for long enough and for 22 minutes. And then the sun goes supernova and it explodes and everyone oh my dies. God. And then you watch your memories flash back in front of you and you wake up at the campfire again that morning. And you're like, I just died. And everyone's like, mm, shut up. Okay, whatever, bud. <laughs> and then it's a mystery from there. You go from point to point, learning new information, like finding new puzzles, like build, reading old, like kind of uh, inscriptions and journals from the people who came before and learning why this is happening and what happened and who the other people were. And it has an ending that is so grounded in music. Hmm. which is something that I am so attached to like and the power of music to connect people and like it I was sobbing like a baby the music is great the game is great it will be on the I think it's on the Epic Game Store too if you're a PC person but, yeah, I just looked it up. It is. Yeah, okay. it's worth every goddamn penny. A lot of people on games sites are saying it's one of their favorite games of all time. Um, it's definitely a really goddamn good one. I know. Oh, that rules. <laughs> I've heard a lot of good stuff about that from uh, Austin Walker over at Waypoint. Uh, mm-hmm. That I, I that sounds super dope. I'm very interested in this. The music is so pretty. I had another recommendation for this week. 
But hit uh, us. What you got? <laughs> it's not even like thematically coherent with what we've been talking about. Hit us. Um, <laughs> my other recommendation for this week is The Martian Job, which is a choice of games text adventure game, uh, which you can play online or uh, buy on Steam for like two dollars. Uh, it's an interactive text adventure where you play as a uh, thief and you put a crew together and you plan a heist uh, in a Martian casino. I'm in. I'm oh, so hell in. Yeah. It's hell yeah. so much fun. You can also choose to like not even do the heist and like infiltrate like the the Martian miners and like overthrow the government. <laughs> yes. I'm so in. Hell yeah. All right. I I think I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, uh, Riley, do you have anything you want to plug for us? You can find me on Twitter at RevRyeBread. That's Rev like Reverend RyeBread like RyeBread. Um, I do several podcasts, but the one I'm going to plug on this show for no particular reason is uh, Bed Bath & Bionicle. is a podcast that definitely ended in May and uh, has not been continuing going on. And there's nothing interesting happening in it right now at this very moment. Yeah. And oh, go ahead. As the... As this episode gets released, probably down the line, there's probably not anything interesting happening on it anymore, but there just was. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely uh, ended at episode 50. Nothing persisted beyond that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing. I mean, I think there were some study corners after sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, nothing. There were like three. No, there's nothing else. Um, absolutely nothing else has happened. And, uh, you know. Yeah. So this will be coming out on the 15th of august in case that affects how you want to pitch nah 15th of august who who knows like <laughs> i have no idea if anything interesting is happening on that podcast right now okay. um as far as as far as you're concerned listener you know this was all recorded before <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah uh we would recommend going to check out bed bath and bionicle but uh it already ended so i don't know why we would pitch it yeah yeah go listen to interstitial (laughs) go listen to interstitial (laughs) also ended we just did the postmortem that's true we did the postmortem and caitlin made us super sad (laughs) what do you currently have running as of august 15th fuck 294 Note Streak is a podcast where I talk about me and my friend Joe, the the former co-host of Bed Bath and Bionicle, um, talk about uh, what is it called? Guitar Hero. We put every song that's ever been in Guitar Hero in a bracket, and then we were like, "What's the best one?" And so we're putting them up against each other, and some songs get a lot farther than they have any right to, and some songs get cut before their time because they have hard competition. Just like a certain Patreon exclusive show that I've done with both these two wonderful co-hosts here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we uh, I don't know if we pitched it officially on here, but we do do uh, Champs in the Making over on the Orange Groves Patreon, where we do, uh, we heard, uh, what is it, 294 Note Streak, and said we could do mm-hmm. three times that and make it about Pocket Monsters. Um, mm-hmm. So we are doing a scientifically accurate bracket to rate the best Pokemon of all time. It's fucking sick. My co-hosts sometimes make some bad decisions <laughs> that I have to live with, but it's it's fine. <laughs> it's it's very find, good. Uh, Pokemon that we have eliminated so far include uh, who's a big one. Oh yeah, here's the official here's the official pitch for this. You know how they're not having every Pokemon in this next generation? 
That's because of us. <laughs> Everyone that doesn't progress past round three is killed forever. Yeah, uh, we are eliminating Pokemon such as Kangaskhan is out. Um, God, who else? We did do that. Blaziken is dead. Um, Prinplup yeah, really is gone. We're moving with a bloody knife through here. The binding of Pokemon. Shit. Yeah. I, uh, uh, do you have a darling? Because we will kill it. I, I was talking to a friend who I hadn't seen in a while about uh, Chips of the Making. And I was like, yeah, we got we got rid of Blaziken. And he looked me in the eye and was like, good. Fuck <laughs> 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 right. yeah. Fuck off, Blaziken. <laughs> <laughs> in addition to those if you want to get a hold of us at the argonauts podcast you can do so you can find us on twitter at argonauts pod uh you can also find us individually i am at ac sherman right i am at corp survivors and if you want to shoot us an email with any questions that you might have feel free to do so our inbox is open at argonautspodcast at gmail.com uh, if you are interested in uh, helping us fund the show, uh, we have an active Patreon live that is spelled P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com. Uh, you can also go to er, uh, patreon.com slash ArgonautsPod. And we are still working on doing the uh, live stream. <laughs> we, are, we are working. It is a hectic couple months. Um, our patrons are very nice, but they have a bad habit of getting stuff to hit goals right at the worst possible time for us uh so we are putting stuff together and it will happen soon we assure you sorry i just saw that you set us a goal for 69 dollars per month that just says nice i never did that i certainly didn't do that um uh, if you liked riley and want to follow along and chat with all of us in the orange groves discord you can do so uh we'll have a link in the show notes to the orange groves discord Come talk with us about um, uh, about our show. Come talk to us about video games. Shows and, that have ended. Yeah, come talk to us. I don't know why you might want to talk about shows that have ended, uh, but there is a surprisingly active Bed Bath & Bionicle Discord channel. Wonder why that is. Uh, Argonauts podcast certainly wouldn't know. I will reach out soon. Listen close. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't say I'll reach out soon. Listen close in that channel. Uh, there's no reason to do so. There's no reason. No reason. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Do we have anything else, Mark? Yeah. Uh, nothing that I can think of. All right. Well, in that case, that's ARGS, baby. <laughs> <laughs>